early. What's good, folks? Welcome yeah. back. It's another episode of Early. Sure. Appreciate you getting up with us. We got another special guest on today. Surely. Uh, we got Victoria Renee in the building. What up? Appreciate you coming through. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for coming on. Y'all made the commute, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's a rush hour around these parts, man. And if you're from around here, you already know what that's about. I think, I think, didn't we get voted like one of the worst commutes in the country? Yeah, no, no, we up there. Yeah. I don't even need a vote to know what to Yeah, I don't, we don't take the cake, but we top five. Yeah, nah, that's for sure. That's for sure. But Victoria made it. Um, real quick, get, give people a sense of, you know what I'm saying, who you are, what you do, set up the context yes, for this conversation. Yes, of course. So I'm Victoria Renee. I'm the CEO and founder of TNL Agency, which stands for the next level. And I specialize in developing and building PR and marketing strategies that help organizations and brands um, amplify their voices, actualize their business goals, and reach their target audience in a way that uses strategic communication. Mm -hmm. It's not something um, that is unintentional. We're wow. very, very custom with our strategies that we offer to clients. And what I do is beyond a career, it's more so a passion. Um, I've done it for over eight years. I studied strategic legal management communication at Howard University, and I'm studying um, now at University of Maryland, which is the top PR program in the country. Um, and I work with a diverse portfolio of clients from government agencies, Fortune 500 companies, nonprofit, lifestyle groups, um, down to personal brands, public figures, people that are either um, in the space of keynote speaking or transitioning from the nine to five into their own um, platform and wanting to know how to build their brand identity. So it's really a fun job and you know there's never a dull moment in yeah. PR. Nah, that's <laughs> a fact. And I feel like it's one of those professions that um especially in this social media era that people look at that's like, oh like I want to do that. You know what yes. I mean? Mm -hmm. But I do sure. something that you said um that I'm kind of curious about is that you you're at University of Maryland currently, correct? Yes, I am. So um what did you study when you were at Howard you said you studied what? Strategic legal management communication. Yeah. So with that, because something about like me and Brooke that we kind of uh, connect on is that with when it comes to like production and everything, we didn't have the formal background. We had the passion. I want to know, like for you, did the passion come before you got the formal background or did the I background see. come Gosh. and then the passion kind of developed? Like how what was your kind of journey or path? In that? Yeah. So it all started with an idea. Um, I was in high school and our teacher had tasked everyone with the assignment of finding a career and then seeing like what's the longevity span of it? Um, is mm. it something that would be uh, still relevant in 10 years from now? That um, is a great assignment. A great <laughs> yeah, that is a great I'm exercise, dog. Like, Yo, that's wow. crazy. I wish somebody, because you know what's funny? Like, I went into college. I went into college with absolutely no idea what I wanted to do. Right. You know what? Right. And Did you only too? a few high schools had this class. Yeah. What was the um, class called? It was college prep. And that's real. Why, why only a few high schools have that class is beyond yeah. me. Yeah. There's a reason behind that. Yeah. We'll oh, really? There. Of course there is. Yeah. It's all politics. They want so. people not knowing what the fuck they want to do? No, they want only a certain demographic of people having access to this information. Mm. So they're challenging themselves to really like, okay, I have an idea. How do I actualize that idea? Wait, where did you grow up? 
I grew up in Upper Marble, Maryland. Okay, okay, um, okay. Born and raised um, my entire life. I've moved around in Maryland, yeah, but yeah. never left hometown. Yeah. Um, no, and I'm hoping to do so soon. Yeah. No, There's a beauty that, in that, it's though. though. It's funny, though, because it's like, I remember we had a career center within our high school, and that was like a room I never... It was really like a went. closet in I, my I school. It. So, <laughs> it was like it's so a closet. Crazy I was school. so aware, knew exactly where it was, never walked into it. In retrospect, I'm like, ah, I see what this room was for. Bro, this that is shit, literally to glance at. That shit was after. like a closet yeah, in my right, library. It's, it's a career center. I, right, I walked like, by it every time. Yeah, right. no, that's crazy. So, you know, after we did that activity... Um, I originally wanted to be a cosmetologist mm, and work. I looked into it. I realized that you had to either work for someone, uh, you know, of a well-known status or you had to have your own business. And, you know, when you're in school, they don't teach you much about being entrepreneurs. So mm -hmm. you're not thinking from that um, perspective per se, unless your parents or you're in an environment. Uh, unless you've seen it. Nourish that type of yeah, mentality. Right. Um, so I, Decided I didn't want to do cosmetology. I was like, oh, you, you probably know. write down cosmetology like, okay, I could work at Mary Kay or like right. that's it. And, and, you know, <laughs> like, if I knew what I knew now, I could work I at Sephora. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Beauty industry is like no, now it's booming. <laughs> yeah, now it's booming. That's now it's booming. Um, so but no, but to that point, before we uh -huh. move on, like you do still to a degree have to be entrepreneurial within it. You know what I'm saying? To have like that kind of success, or could somebody work like for Mary Kay or like at Sephora and make great money? So the thing about PR and marketing, it's applicable to a lot of... No, no, no. I mean like with cosmetology. Uh -huh. Oh, with cosmetology. Yeah. Um, well, wait. What it's like if again? you really can only make crazy money if you are working for yourself and working for like, if you have like a high paying clientele. Not necessarily. Okay. Um, It really just depends on that network piece. Mm -hmm. But I feel like there were too many... Um, things involved that became a part of my non-negotiables for what I envisioned, mm -hmm. like a part of being a career. Yeah, I didn't right. want to be on my feet all day. Yeah, yeah. Right, um, right. And I didn't love it enough to do that. Yeah, yeah. Right. You once you once you actually you wrote do. down all <laughs> yeah. the things in the exercise, you're kind of looking at it and like, oh, actually, I don't know if I want to yeah, do that. Exactly. That's, that's the reality you had that's or the, the it, it realization? Was. No, for sure. And my uh, teacher, she was like, okay, well, if that's the case, you seem like you're a bubbly person. Um, and, you know, she said, I know you're an introvert, but you're still sociable enough um, where I feel like PR would be really good for you. And she told me to look into it. Mm. And That's she's so the one that really dropped the seed and things flourished from there nice. really um, in terms of me pursuing it. So then, so like what came next? Like, yeah, yeah. So what came next was college. <laughs> I went to a community college because I felt like I didn't have enough money to go to a four year university at the time. And I wanted to, um, you know, save the cost of school, but also um, find ways to get in the field, uh, whether that was interning or, you know, working with someone that I knew uh, because my family friend has a communications background. Right. And my mom was always telling me, hey, ask them, you know, see if you can kind of, you know, be behind this. And around when is this again? Like, this was young 20s. Okay. So, and then from there, uh, once I graduated, I did mass communications at Prince George's Community College. And they taught me a lot mm. in terms of just um, giving me a, just a teaser of what 
what the field would be. Mm-hmm. What to um, expect. Yeah, what to right, expect. Right. Because you want to know that, especially if you're going to transfer to a four-year, um, if this is something you really want to do. Yeah. 100%. Um, and so they gave me insight in a way where I knew right away, I'm like, I love this. This is me. I'm trying to tell you, I, I think like, and I never even want to slip past like the importance of having this direction like place like a, 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 you at gotta least, have like, a vision like you gotta know yeah. what you're what 100%. you want your life to you, look like and it's not necessarily like yo this is the path you need to go but just making you aware of oh this is actually a path available to me yeah. i didn't i didn't notice or like you know sometimes even when i think back to my past i'll see these different types of professions and now that i look at them like oh wow people go to school to actually be these types of things in the world and mm-hmm. it's like i I don't I, I don't know where my disconnect was or maybe I'm too wrapped in my ball is life mentality like in high school <laughs> and shit where I'm like, okay. Like I always tell people it's like the one show that made me think like, yo, like not even necessarily think sports and really started thinking like, oh, like Entourage and seeing okay. Ari Gold yeah, yeah, and yeah. seeing how he was moving in yeah. that show. I was like, Oh, all right. If I didn't ball, like life could be good. Yeah, you could still. Yeah, no, that, you know, like that's yeah. actually a great point because that was, that's what yeah. gave me my seed to be like, oh, okay, <clears throat> I actually ha- am just very ambitious and I love life and I have different types of interests. So let me go ahead and see, pursue these, go to YouTube University yeah. and this, this, and that nature. But now at this age that I'm in now, I'm like, man, it's such a blessing to be able to have a rubric set in front of you with yeah. somebody that has done big facts what you're trying to do Ew, yeah and they're like i'm not just talking out of my eyes i'm telling you this is the path i went obviously shit changes mm-hmm. right as the mm-hmm. years go by technology advances a little different from you but like on its face i'm i'm still the shit i'm telling you is applicable yeah. and i think that shit is like you know, you can't put a price on that type of like insight to have exactly. that or like, you know, that perspective. For sure. Yeah. Now Especially you said a couple now. of things. No, yeah, go ahead. Cause you said, he said a couple of things that I like, we, we can dive into a little yeah, later, but I continue. Yeah. Say, especially now more than ever, because when I was at that age, we didn't necessarily look at digital media mm. as much as we do. As Couldn't have. It wasn't, it right. wasn't, a, it wasn't, I mean, it was a thing back but then, but it, it wasn't was important. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was more like, it was more like fun. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was not important. Digital media was something that people did in their free time, not actually thinking whole profession. And you know what's funny? It wasn't even, it wasn't that. even digital media. It was like, look at this picture of a party of my friends. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was like, there was no branding behind the shit. It was just like, look at us hanging out and bullshitting. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Forums. That's how we're communicating that like part, yeah, you know yeah. like whether go go central yeah. like, the nice kicks like yeah. these are our forms no, no nah, twitters I, you know so i'm i'm, I'm kind of curious to know so like back in 2010 in that era of time like what were you then learning if that was you know what i'm saying if we were in a different time what was the material what was the coursework what was important you to know, know the co- the coursework was reading <laughs> and you know that's something that I've held on to since then and I think a lot of people have gotten away from it um, because we are either too busy or the focus is just out of tune um, and there's so much information in books right. um, that just give you back best practices mm-hmm. history um, you know things that you can use as intellectual property uh, to advance yourself yeah. so I feel like that's something that I had to kind of stick with 
Right. And I didn't like it at first, right. but when you pursue communications, there is no getting away right. from reading. You got to yeah. get the jargon. You got to like all of this stuff. I mean, of, it like, is all publications. It's newspapers, it's magazines, it's online print. Right. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. Yeah. So I feel like that's one of those things where, you know, um, in the times that we're in right now, there's a read aside. Um, people are getting away from the love, the art of reading. And um, they're missing out on things that can just kind of help them simplify their lives. Um, Nothing is new under the sun. So everybody's been through something similar um, where they can kind of find something to connect themselves to and kind of use that as motivation or a tool to kind of get through whatever challenges you're facing in life. Life. Yeah, no, nah, that's facts. Um, I want to know, okay, so in today's, like, okay, at Maryland, now mm-hmm. what are you learning? Like, I know digital is yeah. such a huge part, and digital, but also, like, social media, because I think the style in which you got to communicate has mm-hmm. kind of changed. And you tell it me, has, like, if I'm wrong has. or not. Because but, like, you're right. Like, you know how the generations change, right? I think what's so funny there's a uh, one guy that I follow. Uh, his name's Chris Perry. He does real estate, and the thing about him that's really killing it is he actually gets a majority of his sales via IG. Mm-hmm. Something that a lot of traditional realtors mm-hmm. would be like, mm-hmm. "Nah, I don't like yeah. that. It's not gonna happen." It's like, not real. Like, like, no, yeah, no, that's yeah. where a majority sure a of my of sales of that. happen. So I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I do be very curious in terms of like how people are able to utilize that because I try to tell people too. It's like sometimes I feel like people view social media in two totally different lights like yeah. there's somebody that's like yeah you can engage you know shoot the shit and all that but then there's actually like it's a tool mm-hmm. it's an actual really tool aspect yeah. mm-hmm. and you can use this so like yeah definitely interesting to see like how you even incorporate that or if like not even for your actual client social media but do you go about seeking information or shit like like you know you in the world of pr so it's like gotta kind of stay up to tune the relevant info and that's the thing. Um, when I first started working in communications and my first actual career, because between t- 2011 when I graduated in 2015, um, I was really focused on school and I was in and out of retail. That's the conversation we had when I was walking in. Because, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the drip is dripping. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. I, that's what I, I told her. <laughs> I, was like, like, I, was like, I noticed the fit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You got a berries on the toes, y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, so back then I feel like, and it's not too far, but during that time, PR was more so about building relationships and maintaining your reputation from the media relations side, working with the news, the press, um, uh-huh. getting media coverage. And it's evolved because just so many different things from how people consume information has changed. And then COVID happened and we stopped going to work. And so everybody had to go online to get their appointments, to get updates on what's going on, mm-hmm. to know what numbers, you know, the COVID um, stats were at. It's so funny. Even when you say that, what I think in mind is like, yo, people used to view it as something so crazy, like being on the local news station or shit like that. But now it's like, yo, I could go viral. Uh-huh. And it's like, I don't, yeah, I don't care about that. I, I, I could like, be the news. Yeah. Once I get my followers up like 5 million, I could be the news. I mean, look at, we literally seen 
everything kind of make a whole 180. Even the news platforms are competing. Trying to be social media they're like. They're behind yeah, and they're, they're trying, trying to be, to be so, like, yo, like, X is going to get they're, this They're doing stories on viral things. And, you know what I'm saying? And something like, stupid goes viral, they do a story on it. And a news station is still limited to the fact like, yo, bro, we have these time slots. Yeah. If it's not breaking news, if it ain't some, mm -hmm. some travesty or some yeah. shit, we have to wait till the six o'clock slot to tell you know these what's people funny? about this shit you know while they being informed. I've also heard theories that because the news is kind of like falling behind, right. that's why you hear a lot of these like fake news stories and like they kind of like make things, make things, like, yeah, like they gotta sure make, yeah, just like, so they have something that's breaking <laughs> or yeah, like break worthy, valid. you know what yeah, I'm saying? That's, that's valid, um, I don't know, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that is like a whole nother conversation, like the validity sure. of the for news sure. and all that type of stuff. But as far as um, social media goes, I feel like, I'm curious to know how it's taught because it's so new. You know, the thing about going to, you know, a college or mm -hmm. university is that the person that's teaching you has done the thing that they're teaching you. Yeah. You know, that's the assumption. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm learning from somebody who's done this. You know what I'm saying? If I'm taking a business course, I want it to be from a person who's like had success with business. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. With social media, because it's so new, it's like, how do we know that this person has any success? So I'm curious to know, like, what did that curriculum look like when it's when it changes from learning like the pre-social way to now like the way that we're in now now that you're in a in a in that kind of course no that's a great question so it's a little bit of twofold um with university of maryland their communications program is a limited enrollment program so you have to test to get in okay. and it's not a you know hard test yeah, yeah 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 um but there's certain requirements that you have to have just to be eligible you gotta have like a baseline of knowledge mm -hmm. and so once you get into their program it's set up in a way to give you the background understanding of the process the approach of how you really understand communications the techniques um the history so you can understand how things have just become relevant to time. now yeah um and then also the nuances of just things from PR, marketing, um, and just marketing communications, integrated marketing, how all those different waves of um, getting messaging out, reaching people, um, increasing business revenue, how all of that matters, and then how to, you know, be in a, in a role where you know to fit within all of that, um, whether it's within a company, or you know, starting your own business. I feel like Merlin really does, University of Merlin, they do a great job of making sure their professors are actively in the field yeah. and not just, oh, you went to school 10 years ago and <laughs> you're teaching us about things that are outdated because yeah. the information is only relevant within a five year time span. So mm -hmm. every year you're out of school for that, the next five years, a the lot landscape of that has stuff changed. Is, yes, okay. you need to understand that. Um, so that's, it's so essential for people to really teach themselves, actively learn every day about how you can better understand your craft, how you can you know make it innovative, how you can make it unique um, to whatever your service offering or product is. Do you audience. have any like so within this process of your schooling? I guess throughout the past decade, I guess I'm talking more so. I guess moments leading up before the conception of TNL, right? When is it that you start to feel like, yo, like, 
I like I'm in a groove. I, I'm I, good I, at this. I can do like, this. I'm sure this feeling comes before, you know, you're starting an agency of your own. So what is it that's happening or what are you accomplishing? Like, what is that feeling where you're like, yeah, like, I think this is exactly where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. So that happened after uh, I started my first career in communications. Um, and when I started contracting, so I started with more so the event planning side, um, working with press uh, and having opportunities to do management consulting underneath a firm. And they allowed me to contract with my first government agency. Nice. And I had the opportunity to work um, underneath a very well-known um, figure in the communications world. Nice. Um, and she allowed me to just shadow her and kind of work in the field, understanding how to put out fires because crisis communication is so um, important to know if you're representing somebody as a publicist. Um, and you're working PR from that landscape, uh, but then also working with different organizations because so much happens in today's world from the sensitivity level to. I was gonna say like crisis communication. That's I've never heard that term before, but I know exactly what you mean. And I feel like in this day and age, are you doing that every day? Like there's yeah, so many. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like fire. you say, bro, <laughs> somebody can well, somebody can tweet something tonight. No, you wake up tomorrow morning. It's probably, a crisis. If, you know really, what I'm saying? if, like, if we really want to think about it, I'd definitely be like, yo, people that are within the PR world are, should never they're working be short, nonstop. Should never be short of work. It's, bro, like how can you, like, can, yo, you can, can you can you take a vacation? Can yo, you turn your phone off for a day? Can you go to a spa right, and turn like, your phone off? You know what I'm saying? You have a mobile battery. You gotta have a bat phone or some shit. Like because I feel like crisis crises. Yeah, that's the plural. Be they be happening all the time. So I say choose your clients, choose your job <laughs> wisely. Max, Max. Okay, know what you love to do, know what your interests are, because if you don't understand these things for yourself, how can you really maximize yeah. these opportunities? There are clients that are demanding over, you know, others. Yeah. Some can be easy to work with where they don't require you to be around the clock, but there are times where you do have clients that do want you to work around the clock. They'll give you your own cell phone, your own, you know, materials that you need mm -hmm. to kind of right. work with that type of lifestyle. Um, but for me, I don't have clients right now um, since I started TNL Agency that require me to work um, outside of the, the work hours that I've set. Yeah, for. yeah, yeah. In addition to that, TNL Agency that was the other side of the question that I was saying earlier, where we understand the future of PR and marketing, which is why we specialize in, you know, tailored consulting per client. It's not something where I, you know, create one a size formula. Fits all. One yeah, size one size all, yeah. fits all. I, I don't do that at all. Okay. I think I have to meet people with where they're at. And that's why I don't have like a, a pricing structure. Yeah, set up yeah, for everyone. yeah. It's really it's all different. It's customized by hours, right. but it's all embedded into what that person needs. Because mm -hmm. um, some people have a team, some people don't. And you want to make sure that you're giving people not only solutions, but you're helping them sustain their growth. Um, that's right. why we call ourselves Next Level. We're not just going to give you you know, a product or a service and then you that's it. No, you're going to experience us. We're going to work together. Right. We're going to train you. We're going to give you um, not only products, but we're going to give you services that you can now use within your organizations to increase 
your business growth? No, I think that's really important because sometimes I think people think the job is done when, like, you know, you get somebody to exactly where they're supposed to be, but you don't necessarily educate them in terms of how to maintain these systems, how you can go about keep them automated yourself, how you go about once we set this type of structure in place for you, this is exactly how you go about making sure that um, it doesn't, I guess, like fall off the wagon type yeah. shit. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess walking them through once, and, this yeah. is where we're at and let me show you exactly how it needs to remain and how you can prepare for the future. There's got to yeah. be like some teaching, right? Involved with your, with your clients and stuff like that. For sure. <laughs> um, we have to do some teaching. Um, and again, if they have a team, it's all about working within that ecosystem to make sure you're teaching the right pe per people. I would not want to teach a CEO and a CEO has no time yeah, to facts. manage those operations. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's strategic. But uh, like do, do they find value in learning so that they know what's going on or like how you do your job mm -hmm. and like, you know what I'm saying? Or is it like a you know pool? What I mean? Like, or is oh, it, I'm yeah. trying to. Or it's like, you know, yeah, no, like, I just yo, want you to handle it. Like, let me do my thing. Nah, like, you like, do your you thing, know, let you me do my thing. Shit. Everyone's different. Some people want to be more involved than others. And I think for the people that do want to be, you know, somewhere in the middle, we do have recorded sessions that we offer to our clients so that when we do our training, if you're on the Zoom session or not, everything's recorded. The materials are given to you after the session so you can utilize that and reference back to it at any given point. That's, what, that's, that's cool. cool. That's so cool. tell me, so I guess, so with all that said, so when is the exact like, conception of TNL? So when did you feel like, yo, I need to, like, give life to my brain, baby. Like, there's something I've been thinking about. I think this is the actual time. So, mm -hmm. like, when, does, when do you feel like you're ready for this to come about? So that started from, you know, when I had that aha mm -hmm. moment in government, I started feeling myself. I was like, wow, you've been really doing a lot of events for a while. You're meeting all these new people. Um, you're adding things to your portfolio that are measurable success, right. things that you can now showcase to other people, um, you know, and leverage that um, a part of your own business. I wasn't quite at the entrepreneurship mindset until um, my colleague asked me, she was like, hey, um, you, do you have a business? And I'm like, no. She's like, well, you should because I want to hire you. Right, <laughs> and I'm right. like, okay. okay. And what is this? It always so, starts with the first one. And so her name's Janelle. Okay. Shout, <laughs> so out Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Shout out Janelle. For, yeah. First client? Yes. Um, well, is that your first? The no, NWN? she wasn't no, no. my first client. We still, still put talk, the bug in your ear. But though. she still <laughs> put the seed in my ear. Okay. That's so what's up. She gets all the that's shout it, out that's, for that's that. That's what's up. <laughs> and when she asked me about that, that's when it really started manifesting in my head. I'm like, ooh. Why don't I have a business? Right. Um, you could definitely do this on side and there's nothing stopping you in terms of, um, I don't have no kids. Um, and I had the flexibility at the time and it, and school was, I wasn't going full time. I think I kind of balanced back and forth between part time and full time. It really just depended on what my work schedule mm. <laughs> was giving and right. I would kind of flex my school schedule around yeah. that. Right. You know, what's funny. Um, I, was the same way so i run a home health care agency my family started a home health care company wow. and but here's the thing i uh was trying to go to grad school get like a master's in an mba 
Uh, well, I so I'm a biology major, so like hey, completely, girl. complete, but completely like ditch that career to do the other, <laughs> completely ditch that career, and hey. then I was like, okay, I want to be a businessman, you know what I'm saying? Um, so I was like, let me go get my MBA. The classes literally started interfering with like me actually running the company. I was just mm. kind of feeling super stretched thin. Um, I didn't know what I was really signing myself up for for either task, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But once I got in it, I was like. It got to a point where I was just like, why am I in business school again? Like, I'm, I have, I'm like, literally I, have a business. I'm doing, yeah, it's like, who am I going to show this degree to? You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I kind of like what you're saying. I kind of, it kind of, I kind of just waned out. I mean, you could say I dropped out, but I kind of just, like, waned off of doing it. I was like, it doesn't really make sense because I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing what I'm going to school to do. It's you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm curious, you know, what you guys think of it. I think... Nowadays, I'll be thinking like, damn, if anything, business can only like benefit you in whatever like your endeavor actually is because it is a business in well, itself. To me, so like to actually understand, like for instance, if you ever wanted to start your own agency, yeah. like that know-how of, I guess, understanding. But, the, the, but like, nothing beats doing it. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like going, going to school is going to school. So like the reason I'm, yeah. the reason like. Not to replace but, it though. But hold on, hold on. No, no, no. But hear, but hear me out. Like the, they, it, I was made to feel like I was failing because I'm failing the class. Right, but I'm right, right, succeeding right, in running right, a business. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh -huh. well, if I'm failing the class, then I shouldn't be in the class. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's like I, I was literally made to feel like I was a, like I was failing at something. You know what I'm saying? Because I wasn't doing my homework. It, you know what I'm saying? It, like, yeah. you know what I'm it, saying? It, 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 facts. Like I could, I could definitely resonate with that. But I feel like in retrospect, and not to that actual course that you took, but I guess to actually just go into school of business in general, could you see exactly how it's like? All right, well, if I could see the exact correlation to what it is that i actually inevitably am doing mm -hmm. it's like all right i know exactly what i need to pull away from this like well, if you do boom i you have your own production company yeah you have, you're running your own uh, uh family healthcare business it's like damn like maybe they're knowing that i guess like in, in, in hindsight it's like damn like maybe there are i didn't know this is how i you would know be it's applying funny? it you know, i just yeah, thought yeah, it was yeah. business like uh -huh. business now go start a business the, but no the shit i am doing is the businesses yeah. i need to be learning yeah. this shit for but what's funny is that i feel like when i was um to me when it comes to running a business there's really no better way to learn it than to do, to it. do it. But not many people are in the unique situation where they're running a business while they're in business school. Usually, if you're in business school, you d you've never been at the top of a business. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. everything is a learning you experience, and, and you're and you and you're kind of and you're kind of dreaming of the day that you can apply all of these things. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you're learning it in a theoretical way. Whereas when I'm learning, like I'm literally in a class that's teaching me how to write a business plan. Mm -hmm. And it's like, also, I got to stay up and run payroll and I'm going to and I and I get a bad grade on how to run a business right. plan. I mean, it's like, right, you know, what right, I'm saying? Right, but I'm right. also like, I don't I don't need this. You know, uh, that was my feeling. It was a little bit of arrogance, too. It was a little bit of arrogance, too. But I was like, I just don't need this. You know what I'm saying? What do yeah, you want to say? I was about to say that's why the, the environment of how your your mind is kind of being stimulated matters, because my mom was so big on school. Mm -hmm. Like, that's all she kind of preached to us yeah. she's like you need to go to college y'all need to right. make sure you get a degree that's the only way you're going to be successful right. but in reality that's the only or one of the 
biggest ways to get in debt. Yeah, right. um, it's the one of the biggest ways to start off behind, like start behind the starting line. You know what I'm saying? Like you went to school for a full ride, you have a scholarship, yeah. Use grant money. Or if you're going down one of those, I say doctor, lawyer, an engineer. But I feel like even to even these days, you can kind of learn how to be an engineer. But doctor, lawyer. Those are the only two I think you should even go yeah. to school. Like, if you're not going to be one of those two things, I'm of the mindset, learn it on YouTube. <laughs> learn it on YouTube and, and, like, just try to get hired as soon as possible and then learn it on the job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you do, the thing about school that I actually do, and to, to your point about, like, thinking about, oh, like, there's things that I should be pulling away. It's funny because by the time I stopped doing the MBA and maybe, like, four years into running the business... I'm sitting back thinking like, damn, I wish I knew certain things that would kind of come up. Things would come up and I'd be like, damn, like we haven't been doing this. And it's because I didn't know, you right. know what I'm saying? And those times I would be like, damn, I, I wish I had the formal edge. Honestly, what I like my real wish, my real regret is that I went to school for four years for biology. I wish I would have just did just that four year right, time right. doing business. I, I, you know what I'm saying? Because exactly I didn't do business till after biology. If I, if I could have just do it again, I would just go to school for business, learn it because that's. Uh, to me, that time in learning is the most valuable time. Like when you're actually running a business, it's too stressful to try to be in school and running run a business. business. But, you know, <laughs> you know, I feel like sometimes, and again, to ask you guys how you feel about it, like sometimes I feel like, but if you do complete it, right? And now with your 10 years, 10 years doing what you do, sometimes that's leverage in itself. Like I got my it MBA. Yes, no, big facts. Done. That's absolutely what I've true. Done with myself. That's and that was like, true. wow. It's kind of like, even though you're like, even if I all I have it, is the work experience, I, I don't have the education. That does not negate what the fuck I did. That you should be valuing yeah. this ten t significantly. You should, higher but that. also too, but like you, you know, know how it works. Yeah. So it's like, yo, you could be like, oh wow, God, yeah, schooling and shit like yeah, that. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the one thing that, that would be I more impressive. Like, this is the one thing that, like, even me, like, I'm in LinkedIn. I'm submitting these profiles and shit like that. You know, um. Not it. It'll be the preferred. It might yeah. not be the yo. You need, but yeah, yeah. you know, prefer. We prefer and then be. We we prefer a degree. We prefer. So, so and I'll be like, oh, okay, because at the end of the day, everybody has their filtering processes. Yeah. So exactly. it's kind of like, yeah. oh, if you don't have a well, bachelor's, we don't even see your joint. I, I don't even care what you got it in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's I don't give a fact. fuck if that was. No, that's a big know, fact. Yeah. Behavioral learning. Like, I, don't, I don't care. Like it's you got so it. Much pressure. So it, it, it because I think it shows like a commitment. You showed up. You did something. Thing for four years for i hear five, that yeah and the fact that you say four years they're like when in high school they're telling you oh four years for your bachelor's degree but in reality nowadays it might not take four you can years. get it in two can't you you or can, maybe three you but can, can but but it could take longer let me just oh you're say, saying oh you're saying it, it could take, take longer oh okay 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 school has tuition has went up yeah. and right, and right, it's funny right. because <laughs> schools are businesses so it's they in their are. best interest to keep no, you no, there as true. long as yes. they can no, no, you know no, what i'm saying true. like it's some in their people best be interest. doing like half like half like i'm part-time i'm a part-time yeah. part-time student I'm, you know what i'm saying for six years but i will say no they did have like accelerated programs because going back to like what i wish i would have done i wish i knew i knew so many five-year mba majors at hampton so like i wish i would have did that you know what i'm saying like a Five-year yeah. MBA because they they basically 
condense six years worth of because I think you get right. two years after after four years for the NBA, right. but they condense it down to five. I'm that sure, would have been popping. I'm sure you it, it'd probably even be crazy if we even compare the prices of what it would even cost for that tuition then. Yeah, who to knows? Now. You'd be like, now. Yo, who knows? Like, oh, yeah, wow. Who knows? Yeah, that would have been a discount. That would have been a discount. I didn't even know. That's crazy. And it's what's what's you know what's crazy to me, which is kind of a different thing, is that honestly, if I'm a college, I'm lowering my tuition. There's so much free learning out here. Right, like right, I need right, to kind of right. coerce kids into coming into school. Right. Like there's so many ways of like LinkedIn learning, YouTube, uh-huh. like all these different ways of getting these uh valuable, like, you know, information. Um and and also too, we're moving into a because of the social media era, if there's one great thing that it did, it made it so that, look, I can show you what I can do right now. Like, I can just show it to you. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I don't have the school, the schooling, maybe I don't have the years of experience, but I can show you what I can do right now. If I'm a video editor, if I'm, right. you know what I'm saying? Like a content uh-huh. creator or whatever the fuck. Or depending on the, me- like, depending depending on on the, the medium, for is, sure, for sure. sure. But right. like, right. At, you know, but it's still like a show me kind of like right. time that we're in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And if you can show me, then I'll hire you and give you a shot. And if you, you know, if you don't last, then you don't last. But like, you can you can still get that first shot without an education. If you, you got to grind for it, you know what I'm saying? Right. But the, the opportunity how, honestly, is there. Honestly, I've got some of my latest opportunities is my experience working in the field, to your point, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, I don't have my bachelor's degree yet. I'm 20 credits away from it. So okay. Okay. next year I'll, okay. I'll be there. Right but um, still, I've managed to get positions in government grade 12 um, without my degree because I have the knowledge and that's something that you know you may not get with someone fresh out of college um, because they don't have a lot of jobs or experience um, and then they've worked at internships or at the intern level for me it's like no i've worked at the top of the level yeah i've worked at the bottom um so i know the ins and out of like different organizational complexities um and then finding ways to be strategic about how you align mission and vision of different organizations or brands to their audiences um as opposed to just kind of fulfilling different marketing things but not really having measurable success that you can track yeah you know i want to ask you because i know throughout this course throughout the course of this conversation you've talked about what it is you do first of all i want to clear up like would you call yourself a publicist, a PR special? Like, what do you call yourself professionally? Yeah, so professionally, I have multiple titles, and they're changing, honestly. Communication strategist. Yes, communication strategist, public relations specialist, marketing specialist. Um, and I have these different titles because I want people to understand that, yes, although there's a level of, you know, connectedness with these different industries, they are different and you need to understand the differences because when you start specializing in those industries you want to understand how to best serve your client um and so i should have gave the definition but yes yeah let's go like let's do one at a time you know what i'm saying you can do like the you can do like three you know what i'm saying like publicist the communication specialist and even before you get into it it's like you know nowadays i was just having this conversation yesterday with a friend i'm like yo I truly believe that we're in an era where it's like, yo, you should get accustomed to these new titles mm-hmm. because I literally cannot fit into what these roles are. I was about to say, you got to start making I'm, up the titles. Honest, not making the, it up I, in a bad way, but nah, you got to like, start uh, saying, like, this yo, is what I am. Shout, <laughs> out, shout out my boy. Uh, sh- shout out Jared. 
shout out Jared. So I'm sure you know Jared Butler. He was. Oh on yeah, yeah. He was, he was so, on my last podcast. Out, yeah. So shout out Jared. So one thing we were talking right, and he he works with a uh, ASIC now. He's in Boston. He works with ASICs. But that's crazy yeah. that he hustled see, his way to. Uh, see, he yeah. Doing a running and yeah. all that, right? So, so now he works with them for sure. that, okay, bro, I got bet. a couple ASICs. Thanks to Jer- I got oh, we that's Brody. He's a plug for real. No, 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 for real. But like. One thing that he was saying is like, if you look at his profile, let's just say professional jogger. And I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, oh, wow. Professional jogger. Yeah. I said, yeah. I, like, I'm like, it's 2023. Like, mm-hmm. you could you could be whatever. <laughs> we can. were talking one time. We right. vibing and shit like that, you know. And are like, yeah, bro. Like, nah, like, I made that tag. Like, it wasn't a tag. Like, I, I made the tag. Like, yeah. professional jogger. Like, that's what, because I, I was like, and like, that's my little example of what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, bro, like, we don't need to be confined to what these roles are. Of, mm-hmm. That's what you do. You do one of these things. Mm-hmm. Or like, all right, yeah, I mean, but even in conversation, what do you do? Oh, uh, this, this, this. But this, I, this, I think conversationally, you do try to think, like, what is something that somebody can hold on to? Like, you know what I'm saying? Or like grasp onto, like understand. Like, if I go in, because I, I actually really struggle with this question because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm, 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 a, sure I'm a podcast producer. Boat. I'm a videographer. I run a home health care. You know I, I do all the finances for our company. You're going to look at me like, you know what I'm saying? Like me saying what I do is so hard. And like literally depending on who I'm talking to, I might even I might not even bring up the healthcare. At, I might at, even bring up video production. It depends on who I'm talking at to. What you know point, what I'm saying? I was very appreciative. Now I'm like this. Even this word is hard. Even, <laughs> even this word fails. So, but at what point I was like, oh, content creator. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's like I could be that I'm too. But then sometimes and then I was like, no. no sometimes I was about that. to say sometimes it's I leave a conversation like, damn, why did I say? Like, I could have I could have I could have dressed that up a much better. Like you know what I'm saying? Only fans. Like what the fuck? No. Kind of like your resume where. You know how you switch up your resume depending on the depending job. on where you're applying. Yeah, so right, I feel right. like your title um, and what I recommend people to do is really like make your find titles. Like, don't try to fit into a, a different box. Be creative all day with your titles because I think that there's so many different new things um, in terms of positions that are coming online that were not here before because yeah. of just all the new things that are coming. And the the times we're living in, mm-hmm. but when it comes to marketing, um, that's where you need to know those keywords. Yeah. Right, what are right, the keywords yeah, for the right, titles? The SEO like and chief. Yeah. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like chief development specialist. You know what I'm saying? Like all that shit. Yeah. Big facts. Big facts. They matter and they'll help you increase that visibility. Yes. Okay. So let's go down like some in in the public relations sphere. What are some of the top like positions that even if even if they're not your particular positions, but say I'm say I'm somebody who I, I like that world, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know what I want to be. What are like a couple What's options? You know what I'm saying? Like, what are a couple right. things that yeah. I could be? And so uh, public relations can really involve uh, a bunch of different positions. Um, just depends on what side of the spectrum you, you want to work in or focus on. Um, or if you have your own business what are this the niche you know what are the specialty services that you want to have could you talk about like the actual spectrums like i think a lot of people when they think pr they're thinking about representation for a client individual i think i think publicists i think like they teach you how to talk to the media or they teach you how to like present your best self like i'm sure it's all encompassing it's like maybe that's on the surface yeah. and also i'm not saying what i think is right i'm like <laughs> i'm saying like right. that's what i hear at yeah. base level yeah. that's what my mind exactly. thinks like so, so i would love to know that 
you know, they I they I immediately identify publicists being with public relations. Mm -hmm. And it's one part of PR. That's traditional PR. Okay. But public relations now um, has evolved where it's more so focused on the management of how you build relationships, how you align your target audiences with these different organizations, whether it's, um, you know, a one-way style or if it's a two-way style, um, but really understanding the ins and out of how to maintain these relationships so that you could essentially grow, um, whether it's on visibility, achieving new business goals, increasing your revenue. Um, and that's where the evolution kind of happens because of digital media. I think that news coverage is not what it used to be. And it's also not easy to get if you don't work with the right people or have a budget. Um, and sometimes if you don't even know where your audience are, like I'm all about market research and making sure, um, you know, you don't just follow what everybody else is doing, but figure out what your consumers want to see from you um, and how you reach them. Um, because it's not one size fits all. If you're working with the older demographic, they may or may not be on social media. They may be more in the news, right. um, in the press. Right. Um, but if you're working with the younger demographic, they are not as, you know, much in They're the news. They're not picking up the newspaper. They're not. You don't, don't They're pay not. them for that Unless ad, right? it's like a hot journalist or right. a blogger or somebody that's well-known um, or covers topics that, you know, resonate with a particular demographic of younger people. Um, that's when, you know, you'll see more of those trends. But other than that, um, there's a lot of clients that either don't always have the budget um, to keep up with the cost of how much it is now to get coverage. Yeah. Um, so you have to understand that and why it's so important um, to know from, you know, an organizational level, but also a consultant level so that you're not just pitching things to people that don't, again, have measurable success. Yeah. And I was even going to ask, like, when it comes down to that, you said it's like a two, it could be a two way street or a one way street. It makes me think, OK, does every organization or person need PR because like say I'm up and coming and I don't really have an audience yet you know what I'm saying do I I guess, I guess what I'm saying is like do you have to kind of grind to a certain threshold before you would even need like PR you know what I mean yeah, you're ready for it. yeah exactly right. I think that number one do you have a budget for PR because because you, you can build an audience off of that is that what you're saying like do, no, if I had a budget I could like work with you to build an audience is that what you're saying how much money are you willing to allot mm -hmm. for your business to grow with pr and marketing services okay because if you don't have a budget i would encourage those people to learn for themselves it's like you right. still got but so <clears throat> i hear that and i'm like okay if you don't have a budget for this then you really gotta like still figure out how you're making money as a business or as a as an yes. entity you yes know what I'm and there's and that's why again you know whether it's going to school or it's learning online youtube um there's so many different places like canva um social sprout uh hootsuite they so, are teaching people i was how say so like it's worth use these platforms it's worth implementing it but on your own until you get to a point where you need to outsource it yes okay. because when you're outsourcing these services and you pay 
um, a certain amount of money, you, you're going to pay for what you get. Yeah. So I don't want to tell somebody, oh, yeah, just find anybody. Now, if you can find somebody that's really good, vet their work, and their prices are re reasonable, go for it. But if you are in a position where you can't find somebody that has reasonable services that, you know, can show you a portfolio of work that match either their pricing or match, you know, the, the chemistry or type of work you're looking for. Right. Um, that's really important because a lot of consultants are trying to sell you sometimes a dream right. and they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> they don't have a lot of experience yeah. and they don't understand these nuances. They're still stuck either on traditional PR or traditional marketing when we're on integrated marketing mm -hmm. we're on next level marketing <laughs> could you Tino's also standpoint. see <laughs> could you also see like the opposite where people might have had some social media success so now they feel like they know how like yeah. the whole pr thing and works cuz like they viral were able moment, to yeah like they right? were able to build an audience on their channel so now they're teaching you how to build an audience on your channel but they're not doing it cookie cutter are they doing it they so are doing a cookie cutter they style they're just like oh this is how i did it so right. like you do it <laughs> let me tell you i've seen it all really <laughs> i've seen it all and that's why i'm here to say um really vet who you're working with because there's things you could take away that will tie into the best practices but there is no one person that can give you one solution um, on how to be successful because our stories all look different. Our backgrounds, our resources, and our network is different. And if you don't have those different pieces um, to manifest the same things that that person did, um, you may try their methodologies and look at them like, wow, I still don't feel like I have my, you know, yeah. revenue coming in the way I yeah. want to, or I still feel like my followers only went up a hundred. And it's been a year. <laughs> you said it would go up 500,000. <laughs> and, and I think a lot of people, too, there's some people that think, OK, once you get, you know, you hire the assistance of some like, you know, at some type of capacity, it's like a boom. This fixes everything. It's kind of like you yeah. got to have to have a sense of how your operations are going. And I think sometimes it's not a band-aid type situation. You know, you want yeah. to be able that to understand that you should a lot this type of budget that you have for this and understand that this will be reoccurring you want to build this is not a matter of boom fix yeah, it yeah, or yeah. get us there now we got a hundred thousand followers like, like you know what yeah. yeah and when we talk about that system how we were talking earlier right about giving them this system that they can be a following shit like that it's like yo mm -hmm. it's not an overnight type of thing like maybe it's it is not. a six month endeavor yeah. and throughout but, this but six i wouldn't months even say six months or, i feel like it's it's you got to make that change and because i've heard stories of people not even being ready like they they aren't right, even right. ready you for the for audience that they do amass like you know what i'm saying like yeah. they amass a, an audience off of a off of a pr move or a marketing campaign they amass this big audience and then they got to go out of business because they couldn't fulfill all the orders you know what i'm saying and then they started getting bad press you know what i'm saying well, like if, shit like that if your consultant's not giving you the right advice and strategies it can really set you up for failure um and we a lot of our clients i give a disclaimer like I'm not going to, most of my services cannot be fulfilled underneath three months. Yeah. Um, the reason being Word, is because real. you need to see how I'm doing it and how you're going to steadily see the increase. And then we are tracking it and evaluating how to make it better. That's what I was going to say. I feel like you're also going to need, you're going to need to see, you need, you're going to need to try things and then see how the world responds to it and then make adjustments and try new things. Like a lot of people, 
a lot of people want to see results off of the first the thing first and if they don't see the, if they don't see but if they don't <laughs> no. see results off of the first thing like i got it's, I was it's just like going under like the my hood. marketing campaign <laughs> is one post you know what oh, i'm saying God. like one post that one post don't do what it is <laughs> right. oh this don't work this wasn't it's, for me you know what i'm saying like, but like a marketing <laughs> campaign got to be a whole strategy of things it's got to be like maybe a total of 10 posts 100%. where post one like leads into post two, which leads into post three, which leads into a thing and then leads into, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, like a, a first month can literally be truly solely dedicated to analysis. Market research. Yeah. Analysis <laughs> and research. Yeah. I'm trying to see exactly how your shit operate. You just put me on payroll. Yeah. Now I am starting. So I don't know how your shit I don't know shit about this company. I need to see exactly how it operates. I don't know who like y'all. I, I don't know who see, don't like y'all. I need to see like competitors within your industry who is also similar. Is, all of this type of thing first month how you gonna engage what's happening in the first month in the first month i was trying to understand i was trying to understand business. what's going on I, obviously there's something you told me but i also have to actually see it in motion in yeah, itself in now i see it now second now within that first month also by the time i got to the end but maybe i formulated also a plan maybe a, this is i think the route that we're going to also go to so now second can maybe be the boom i'm starting to implement what it is that i want to do but even still it's you like you still gotta see if it's actually give, working don't a month no we need another three at least right so mm -hmm. I, I love how you even said and like i think i i think that is like the really a sweet spot the first month, if that's what I'm doing, I'm doing market analysis, I'm doing research and shit like that. And then I'm actually gonna trial exactly what it is, what type of campaign or whatever it is I'm gonna do in like at least a minimum of four months for like, boom, like I, I, for personally, mm -hmm. in terms of me to be able to, this is the gist of what this could be. Obviously at six months, a year, this also varies as well too but that's the time that's required for me to actually set up what it is that i'm actually going to do and show you how this can actually benefit you in the long term and i think like you was making a good point Mac, in terms of like shit is not instantaneous yeah. mm -hmm. and we are in such an instant gratification type of <clears> culture <throat> that even with the system like even with the the plan out in place outsourcing outline, that people do yeah. go for people yeah. Get it out of your head that even these people are boob up going to like overnight. Yeah. And you whatever know, you know, it is that you hire me for, we're going to get there. It's like, yeah. this is a process. And I'm definitely of the assumption that you also understand, understand that it's a process. Yes. Well, Victoria, I'm curious to know, because you did say that you tell your clients like, you know, you need at least three months if you're working with them. So I, I want to know what you tell them that three months is going to be like, what do you like? What do you how do you set their expectations for what you're going to accomplish in that at least three months that you need before you can even, you know, what I'm saying really get things underway? Yeah. So a lot of what we do is is basically approach the RPI approach, which stands for research, planning, implementation, evaluation. Um, and like you were saying, that first phase is, is where the research is spent because we want to better understand, one, what is your brand identity? Um, and number two, um, how do we align that with reaching your goals? Um, from the marketing side, a lot of people need you know to better understand, like, okay, how do I connect with my audience in a way to drive um, and increase revenue? Um, how to utilize advertising? And that's why I say you have to know if I'm in a position where I need to scale my business and I'm making money, but I don't necessarily know all the things 
from a PR and marketing standpoint, that's when you know it's time to hire somebody. Mm -hmm. um, it's when you are so overwhelmed with the operation, now you need somebody to handle the face of the company right. to help you orchestrate that, make it accessible for people. Um, and so those are the types of business relationships that are most fruitful because people are able to take risk with you as the consultant and then they're also able to learn as they go and then sustain this information because you've given them reports, um, you've given them real data, and you've shown them how to read data in a way where they can now either present that on their website if they need to or if they need to add it on their annual report for reporting reasons. Mm -hmm. um, they now have all that additional pieces. All of our services are a tax write-off, so it's really an investment. Um, into your business um, and that's how we explain it to people because when you think about it from that way you're like oh I'm just circulating money I'm not I'm not even spending money at this point because I'm going to get it right back through that tax write-off mm -hmm. so now what I'm very interested in is what is you know everybody has a, like an end game what inevitably do you want TNL agency to be what is the goal of this is this do you want to leverage this agency into something else that's also bigger as well too or the different types of clients that you are not representing type of now like mm -hmm. is there even and even in that like a twofold question even in terms of like the types of clients is it like really open for business for anybody or is there like a, a niche type mm -hmm. of you know industry or yeah. something that you cover when it and comes so to the agency? for tnl agency we're all about the future of pr and marketing um, and really helping people kind of bridge the two so that they um, can get not only in front of the spaces they want to, um, but sustain their heightened success. We're taking you through multiple levels. Um, and I had the business for a year before it was even open to the public. Um, and the reason I did that was because I was still working and I was taking on people that I knew using referrals, word of mouth to really drive clientele. And by the grace of God, we have not even launched our website yet, but I was able to leave my nine to five um, yes. through starting the business. And so that's just a testament to just the volume of work that we do with our clients, but also the quality of work that we do um, and how passionate we are. I work with Dominica, she has her own company, Unique Creatives, and you know we're in the process of launching packages that people can purchase um, because she specializes in the visual design, creative direction, um, and she, she's amazing, a beast at what she does and making it unique to her audiences. Um, so adding that with my PR and marketing um, specialties, we're able to really give people that one-stop shop experience, um, but also teach them so that they can really understand the ins and out of the industry from this new space that we're in post-pandemic, quote-unquote, um, and really be successful um, from just a creative approach way. Did PR change at all because of the pandemic? Is it one of those, like, um, I don't... I wouldn't I, say it's, the, it's not because of the pandemic. It's because of the medium of media um the medium, the of, medium media of media changed, changed. during the pandemic yes and not and during the pandemic during technology 
Oh no, yeah, that I understand. Yeah, that yeah, that I understand. Because technology like when social media it wasn't my space per se I, I really feel like it was probably when facebook um started becoming more relevant mm-hmm. people were now becoming citizen journalists mm-hmm. you didn't need a reporter to get news <laughs> no. and so i could take my phone and somebody's getting robbed oh my yeah. God. Blah, i'm blah. on third and uh 15th i'm stuck in my car yeah, somebody yeah. go yeah. help me even the person even the person prior to 2020 that was most averse to a zoom meeting will be the first one to be like yo zoom meeting i'm not oh no not, didn't today I'm, I'm not so going into the it's, office like, no yeah so like, like i know that switch that's why that's why i'm asking because i feel like I, of course, I understand like social media changed technology, it changed the way we consume, it changed yeah, all of so that, that, right? Changed PR. That I understand. But I'm wondering if the pandemic and the way in which we all were kind of now way more on screens changed yes. PR. And if it didn't, yes. it didn't. But I'm no, just like curious it, about it that. Did. You know what I'm saying? And, and we're studying that in school now. Okay. And that's why I'm so. Um, you know, heavily involved at University of Maryland. I'm also in the Public Relations um, Student Society Association, PRSA, um, because they really want you to see that change and understand the divide so that people are, their their attention span has decreased. It takes three seconds or less. Dog, if I I don't like the first thing I see, on to the next video. Maybe I like the next one. Maybe I like the next one. Maybe I like the next one. Dog, dog. So you really have to know, like, from a visual, but also from um, the communications piece, how I message, how I write. Um, Technical writing is so important because so many people are long-winded. So it's like, how can you get your message across in, in less amount of words instead you know, of more. <laughs> I'd love to know, actually, like, well, n- now that I have you here, I'm going to uh, use you for my own selfish reasons. <laughs> Real quick, like, what would you say is the number one, or not maybe number one thing, I don't want to put so much pressure on the answer, but, like, what's one important thing that people can do with the way they communicate on social media that can, like, that they just don't consider? Whether yeah, it's, like, through the caption uh, or whatever, like, what's one communication tool that most people don't use that, like, they should use or could use? Well, honestly, it's going to come to market research. And I'm going okay. to Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You because, did mention that. Yeah. You got to know who you're talking to. Some of my clients are not even on social media. Yeah. And for those people, they're like, oh, well, how do I? Yeah. How, how do I go viral? It's like, dog, your I'm folks like, aren't sure, watching viral there's, clips. There's yes. a way for you too. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so that's why I say it all starts with the research, because when you better understand that landscape, then you can go to the strategy building of, oh, what platform should I be using? Mm -hmm. Um, What features um, can I kind of use with these different platforms to maximize my content? Um, And so for anyone that's on social media, um, I would say that, especially if you, sometimes less is more, Mm. right? I think that we always wanted to be perfect to push something, but really it's like, no, just push something. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronnie, uh, she's the CEO of um, Girl CEO, mm-hmm. and she left me with the best piece of advice from Procon. She said, "You know, you don't post 
to be cute for your business. You post because it's a business. That was a PR convention, right? That it was. was it know, was. Yeah, um, yeah, very, very that. empowering event. Um, and so I really would love to be a part of it in the future. But um, when I went, uh, we had an opportunity to connect with other consultants, um, go to different panel sessions, do workshops. Um, and it was very, very hands-on. And I love that. And so that's why I tell people, you know, when it comes to getting your business out there, it's just taking risks. You said it earlier, just doing it. Mm -hmm. um, because if you're waiting till things are perfect, you're going to be waiting forever. That's and fact. sometimes a viral moment is not most, actually almost all the time, a viral moment is not planned. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, facts. And facts. when I say it's not planned, you may have planned to shoot that content, but yeah. you didn't plan You didn't for know that the virality was going to happen exactly. when it happened. Because you even hear about people, they post the same thing four times. The fourth time it went viral, the first three, it didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or like, mm -hmm. now you hear all kinds of different stories of how somebody, I posted this, didn't think anything of it. You know what I'm saying? Next yeah. thing I know, like a million people seen it. So And learn yeah. these different um, trainings that the softwares are offering. So if you're, companies using canva if your company's using adobe figure out on youtube or through the company what trainings and things can you learn because canva just came out with a whole plethora yeah. of new features really um with ai canva canva's really yeah compete, uh, i'm not gonna lie bro they competed with canva adobe is trying to compete with adobe i'm not mad They're at it doing, if you, and you is it still free Oh, actually, actually, I pay for hey, it. I pay for, I pay for Canva. <laughs> I'm out. asking if it's still free and I pay for it. Pro because I'm definitely on that. Right? <laughs> actually, no, no, no. Actually, no. I actually do have my own actually pro subscription. But yeah, bro, yeah. like there are so many. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Now, even you don't even, have to. You you do not even yeah. with the video in it with the video yeah. stuff, from Canva to CapCut. You don't have to touch Adobe. Dog, because CapCut is fighting. You with CapCut. Yes, CapCut is fire. Yes. Cap Shout out is fire. to um uh damn I'm Serge's bro Serge's brother uh, uh Thea no Burka Burka Shout yeah. out to Burka um I had assisted him with a, a shoot and like the shoot that he had shown me the edit he used all CapCut no way <laughs> I was no. like you nah, did Cap this on fire. the phone CapCut's fire oh man CapCut is, is fire this Canva is I haven't I haven't like I've never deep dived on the phone. I've never yeah. done that oh no yes. I, ever like, since I downloaded CapCut now I, I you I, edit like you will, you will like trans like I, I'll, I'll put clips. things on I'll put like the thing together and then do like all the effects for sure and everything, I'll do like, that on, yeah yeah he did the clip like yeah so he'll put the he'll put the footage on his phone and then make this shit yeah I was okay. like, oh, oh wow. wow. Not mad at that. So, Not mad. so you gotta <laughs> stay mad. up to speed yeah. because facts, technology facts. is is changing the wave. Yeah. Um, even AI. And if you don't understand how to utilize these things, I feel like you're kind of gonna get left behind. Yeah, that's no that's no longer an excuse, yeah. man. Like I it's so so hey, funny bro, how like so long. Bro, I I mean I I made my shout out Chad GPT. I made my production <laughs> living off of the fact that people didn't want to take the time to learn things. You know what I'm saying? Like because I'm not the greatest videographer out there. I'm just like I'm a good videographer. But like any I I feel like anybody could be good. You know what I'm but, saying? Because like but, but, I just taught myself every that i know but i literally i would i would when there's like work that i don't want to do or i just don't have the bandwidth to do i would just tell somebody like you know this isn't that hard like you just got to do this 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 and they're like oh, yeah, i don't I, I can't do it i can't do it and they just they just relegate to the fact that they can't do it and i'm like dog like 
that's you know that that's no longer okay. Nah, you know what I'm saying? Like you can't just keep you can't say that for the rest of your life. Is it a thing though? We 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 monetize off the fact that people. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I eat off of it, but still, like right, like even think about the aspects within your life, like even like like we've spoke many times, like with food, it's like convenience bro yeah yeah facts. i'm i yeah Save the gross the giant yeah, facts. Is I, I know how minutes. to cook but i'd rather the pay you to cook for me one minute. <laughs> safeway is one minute from this motherfucker yeah and it's like yeah i could go buy ingredients and buy but uber eats i promise you it is worth it yeah, for me for me to, it's for worth you it. to bring it i feel that like and, and i feel and that i feel like even with the services that we offer it's like I understand you're telling me the how to is yeah, just a matter of I don't want to do it. third. But everybody's different. There's some people that are lazy and I don't mind the convenience. There are some people that it's like I am so swamped, I don't have the I don't yeah, have yeah, the yeah. the band the, yeah. you know, I don't have the bandwidth to actually do what you're telling me. So it's like that's why there are individuals like us to be like Say well, less. Yeah, if I, I can, can do, do it, it and yeah. this is your budget, yeah. I can definitely assist you, you know. That's facts. But yeah, but um yo we appreciate you, Victoria. Big facts. Yeah, Victoria, no, really appreciate no you coming passion. through. Yeah. This was been a this has been a, an amazing conversation. I've learned a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. I've learned a lot. I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a lot of this and implement into kind of how I look at building my brand That's and rude. getting my companies out there. That's real. If anybody um, wanted yeah. to, you know, tap in with you, maybe wanted to retain your services, maybe just wanted to see what you're up to in the world mm -hmm. and shit like that, could you tell them, you know, where they can actually like reach out to you, whether like social media handles. And yeah. keep up with you. Yeah, keep up with you. So well. you can keep up with um, us on Instagram and LinkedIn, TNL Agency. Okay. And we are launching our website early next year. And so we still are accepting um, consultations online through Calendly. Okay. Um, and so you'll find that link in my bio. Um, or you can also follow me on Instagram, Victoria Renee. Um, I also have a LinkedIn profile. And um, once the website is launched, I would encourage everyone, please look at our services, get into our packages, um, look at our trainings because it'll really really help you um advance you know your ideas and show you different ways to just actualize them and bring them to fruition because people need to know that you know anything is possible when you believe it when you see it but if you don't see it as being a possibility for yourself you know how can anyone help you actualize that big True. facts big True. facts we talked i don't even know if we were on air when we talked about it but like vision you got to have a vision for what you want that way you know like where you're you ha i mean it's the, the 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 notion of having a destination makes mm -hmm. the trip so much like easier not uh, maybe some i don't know if it's easy because it's not easy but it at least it gives you like okay like i'm going there when hurdles come you can at least be like okay like let me step over this hurdle but i'm still going there let me dodge this thing but i'm still going there you know what i'm saying like even a more fitter word is tangible yeah like make this shit realistic make this shit actually if i follow these steps this is what i can actually attain instead of just thinking of this as an ideal of what i want like let me follow these steps and then i get there and then lo and behold guess what you'll formulate new goals when you actually get to that point facts, you know what i'm saying like once you get there you'll be like oh wow it's not over <laughs> still keep on going uh -huh. what's the next type still of thing you know? miss victoria renee thank you appreciate, appreciate you, so you. Much. Yes. Thank you early, early.